Good to see his chalik Yud Zayin Tazriya Gimul Lilunishmas Rabbi Yosef Ben Yamin Ben Rabbi Nasha Kaltman. A sicha, a beautiful, beautiful sicha about the uh, idea of tsaras, the tuma of tsaras. Uh, we know that it's not just a physical thing, it's not a physical blemish on the skin, but it's something that represents something spiritual. And over here we're going to talk about the, the tuma, the negative energy of tsaras, and what is the antidote to stop this tuma from spreading. And uh, along the way, we're going to learn the power of Shabbos candles, the mitzvah of Nedah Shabbos Kedesh. In a way, it is greater than any other mitzvah. Sif Aleph. From Pasuk, All the days that the nega, that the tsaras is upon him, he is tummy. He should sit alone, isolated, out his, and his dwelling is outside of the camp. From this passage, it is learned as his tummy, also the dwelling that the, where the Mitzayra finds himself is tummy, which means that if the Mitzayra is in his house, then everything that's in his house becomes tummy as well. Then the Mitzayra gets around the base chaveira. What happens if the Mitzayra walked into someone else's house? There's a Mishnah in the Tanakhama says, the kalim become the furniture, the vessels in the house become tummy immediately. As soon as he walks in. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Only if he waited there, if he spent time in there, the amount of time it takes to light a candle. There's various ways to understand this Mishnah. But the Mepharshim, some of the Mepharshim explain, that's Rabbi Yehuda, the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. This is a case where the Mitzayra entered into the home of his friend without permission. Because if he enters the house with permission, even Abihud would accept, would agree that once he has permission to be there, that becomes his dwelling currently, and everything that's in that house becomes tummy. But if he went in without permission, we give the Balabais, the owner of the house, a, a time to send the Mitzvah out. But if he's long, if he's there long enough, in the amount of time it takes to light a candle, and he didn't kick him out, then it becomes his dwelling. Because it means the fact that he wasn't kicked out means he has permission to be there. And therefore, this becomes his dwelling, and the kalim, the vessels in the house, the furniture in the house becomes tummy. Why is this the amount of time? The amount of time it takes to light a candle. Why is this the designated amount of time? Very simple. Because it could be the owner of the house is busy. He's turning on the lights. And that's why he's not kicking the Mitzayda out of the house. But the Mitzayda is there without permission. So we wait the time it takes to kindle the lights. And once... If in, if once there's enough time to kindle the lights and he still doesn't kick him out, we know that he's okay with him being there, thus making this house the Moshev, the dwelling of the Mitzvah, and therefore everything within it becoming Tommy. So this is a very simple uh, Mishnah. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you have, you have to be there with permission in order to spread the Tumah to the things in the house, and we, we wait, we wait a few minutes, a few moments, to give the owner of the house the, the, the ability to kick the Mitzayra out in order before we decide, uh, before we know that he's there with permission and to spread the tumor. In Teira is the Chalz Betachlis Adiyuk, in Teira everything is 100% precise. And from the fact that from the various different occupations that could be distracting the owner, the Mishnah chooses specifically the fact that he's involved with lighting a candle. Doesn't mean that he has to actually be lighting a candle. It's actually, it means the amount of time it would take to light a candle. This is Mefurish and Pirish Arosh. As the Rosh says very explicitly, that there's times that the person might be busy either with lighting a candle or with another utility. So it doesn't mean specifically that he's actually lighting a candle. It means he's busy doing something. But what's the amount of time? One second, Nochmer, additionally, 
When would he actually be lighting a candle? That would be most common when it's dark outside. And the fact that we created Chachamim, designated this amount of time, is even if the Mitzayr is going into the other person's house during the daytime. As Mepharsim explained, this concept of Leipluk Chachamim didn't differentiate. Once they, once they designated a shear, an amount of time, they say this amount would apply whatever the case is, whether it's day or night, etc. Whether he's actually lighting a candle or he's doing other things, it's the amount of time that it would have taken him to light a candle. But since, despite the fact that he doesn't have to be actually lighting a candle, nevertheless, the Chacham chose this as the meter, as the measuring uh, a stick of the the amount of time kedei had lakas on there is therefore moving from this we understand as it's vanana shaykhus sufficient the meaning for had lakas on there that there's a connection between the idea of lighting a candle midem was the mishnah zog da with that which the mishnah is saying as bizdem shir bizdem shir and the kalim should buy stish tummy that until this amount the vessels the furniture in the house will not become tummy so the rebbe is saying like this the mishnah seems to be randomly choosing a household task. That if a person is busy doing something, such as lighting a candle, we give him the amount of time it takes, and then, and then the mitzvah, uh, uh, then the tumor spreads. Says the Rebbe that everything is betachas everything is precise. If the Torah chooses hadlakas aner, it means that there's a unique connection between the idea of lighting a candle and stopping the spread of the tumas mitzvahs. Is mevarer deruf der tatin zayin haoris after mishnah now. So the Rebbe introduces a biur, an explanation from the Rebbe's father, Rav Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, in Lekute, from Lekute Levi Yitzchak on the Mishnah. And, and the Rebbe's father explains as follows. Ba'is is Sfidas HaMalchus. The house represents the Sfidas HaMalchus. Un Sibas Tumas Metzera. How could a house, how could Malchus become Tomei? Mitzad Istalkus Eira Chachma. When the light of Chachma is removed from Malchus, when Malchus is lacking, the, the energy and the light of, of Chachma, it, the tumma spread, the tumma, there's, there's an opening for Tumah. Foster Far, parenthetically speaking, this is why is Mitzayda Chash of Kameis. We know that Chacham teaches us that one of the, the various different situations where a person could be alive but still be considered in a certain sense halachically like a mace. Only, for example, a poor person's chash of kemes, mitzayda is chash of kemes, because life comes from chachma. Chachma in, 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 injects life. And if there's a lack of chachma in malchus, then there's a lack of life. Therefore, chash of kemes. Going back to the Tumas Bayis, when the river calls man, the balabais is tormented at lakas on there. As long as the Balabais is occupied with kindling the lights, which is a representation of the idea that he's trying to bring down the light of Chachma into Malchus, does not allow the spread of, tumas of, of the, of the Tumah of the Mitzayda into the house. And, but once that time passes, he's not anymore busy with kindling the, the light, which means that he's not involved in bringing down Chachma into Malchus. Now Malchus is devoid of Chachma. Now the tumor spreads. This is similar to the idea that the way a Metzayda could become tired is only through a Kayin. As the Pasuk says, It's actually done through the Kayin. Because as the Kutatayr explains that the Kayin represents the one who draws down the Eira Chachma. So since the problem of Tzadaz is the lack of Eira Chachma, the, the Kayin is the one who draws down Eira Chachma. So the Rebbe's father is Alpi Kabola, or Alpi Chsidis, is connecting this idea of Adlokas Aner with the Tumas Tzadaz, that, that, that it's referring to the fact that, the, that as long as you're trying to bring Chachma into Malchus, this holds off the spread of Tumah, once you're not doing that anymore, then the, the, the fact that Chachma, that, that sorry, that, that Malchus is devoid of Chachma, this allows Tumah to spread. In Sif Gimel, we're going to introduce that this Nair that we're talking about is actually a Shabbos candle. Shabbos candles. The fact that we said that the Metzayda could only be, make the house tummy after he is there for the amount of time it takes to light a candle. The question is asked, 
Lighting a candle is not such an involved task. So even if he's busy lighting the candle, he should be able at the same time to say to the Mitzayda to leave the house. I don't want my things to become tummy. Please leave. Why is it that the Adlaka Samner seems to be, the lighting of the candle seems to be so involved that it doesn't allow him to simultaneously ask the Mitzayda to leave? Um, if I am fair, so the Mepharshim explain, we're talking specifically about lighting of the candles of Friday night, right before, right before Friday night, the candles for Shabbos. Whenever he can't stop to, to ask the Mitzrayim to leave because it's Friday, it's Friday afternoon, the time is late, he has to get everything done before Shabbos, he can't pause, he can't wait. And that's why we allow him to finish doing what he's doing before the tumor begins to spread. And since you need this amount of time on a Friday afternoon, so therefore the same amount of time was also applied to all the other days of the week because of lay plug. As we said before, the Chachamim sometimes they don't want to distinguish different days because it gets confusing. So since Friday you need to have this amount of time, so therefore any day of the week, any night of the week, the amount of time is But what we see from over here is that we're talking that, that the origin of this designation of the amount of time is based on the Friday afternoon, the lighting of Shabbos candles. And according to what the Rebbe's father explains, as the way the Rebbe's father explained is, is that as long as you're lighting the candle, this holds off, this, excuse me, the spread of the Tumas HaMetzeder, this means, this implies that the koyach, the koyach that's fire, the candle, that light, that the candlelight has to hold off the spread of Tumas and comes specifically or primarily from the Shabbos candles. Since the primary shear is based on the lighting of Friday night Shabbos candles, so therefore it must mean that when the Rebbe's father refers to the, to the, to the candle as being something that has the power to hold off Tumas and there's something unique about the Friday night Shabbos candles that hold off the Tumas and There are beer in them. And, and the explanation would be, as we realize, as we know, Mishnah is not talking about the Mitzayda himself becoming tummy. We're talking about the Mitzayda that would spread into the house, into the vessels of the house. So this can explain the connection between the Friday night, the Shabbos candles. The fact that Shabbos candles are unique. They, they distinguish themselves from other candles. Their mitvahs and yonam is shalom bayis. Because the, the whole purpose of the Friday night candles is to bring peace into the house. And they illuminate the home. So a person shouldn't stumble on a, on a, on a, on a stone or on a piece of wood. They protect that no negative event should occur in the home. And so these same candles could have the effect that the tumor should not either spread in the home. So there's a very beautiful cause and effect. Neiris, Shabbos, Kaidis specifically have the power of Shalom Bayis to bring peace into the house. Part of bringing peace into the house, into the home, is to hold off uh, the tumor from spreading into the house. So in Siv Gimel, we introduced the Neir Shabbos Kedesh, that Adlakas Haner is referring to Haner, Haner the Beishimshi, the Shabbos candles, and we explained that according to the Rebbe's father, this would mean that the Neir Shabbos Kedesh have a specific strength, have a specific power in holding off the Tumah, and the explanation is because they're in Yenishal and Bais. In Siv Dalid, the Rebbe is going to ask the question, what is so unique about Shabbos candles? Seemingly, any light is going to stop someone from tripping uh, in the house, stumbling in the house, and therefore bringing uh, uh, peace into the house. And the Rebbe is going to explain that Nadesh Shabbos Kedesh are unique to any other type of light that you would put on in the house. The peace in the house seemingly is being accomplished through the physical light. 
Any lit candle. When there is not near mitzvah, even if it's not the mitzvah of Shabbos candles, but like them by the kosher beitz of heaven illuminates the house, and brings to them to them to shalom bayis and brings peace in the house. Hint in vos pashtet the yisrael from adlokas and neidus to be shimshi. So what is the unique advantage of the of the Shabbos candles? Was that the adlokas were the ikir and the losnas and bayis zolzain heipa chasholim on the far echnit is pashtos atuma. Why are we saying that specifically the Shabbos candles have the power to bring peace into the house and the, or to stop the opposite of peace and therefore to stop? The spread of tuma. Seemingly, any candle, any light. You turn on a light switch. The light is on. You see where the where the uh, stumbling blocks are. You don't stumble, so so that you're happy. So there's peaceful. It's there's, there's peace and tranquility in the house. And 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 why is the shop? Why are the Shabbos candles so so distinctly connected to the stop of the spread of the mitzvah? Is the Rebbe says the Rebbe says this is not true. Stam lichtikait nid zayndik farbunden mit neir mitzvah. Just any light, if it doesn't, if it's not connected to a mitzvah, is not always a, a, an assurance that it will lead to peace. Sometimes it's quite the contrary. In the lichtikai dezepan amal I mentioned, you might, when the lights are on, you might see a person. Or a mode, a, 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 a trait or a streak in a person. Which you can't stand. Sometimes the light will actually bring the opposite of peace. Sometimes when the lights are off, uh, you don't see you don't see the other person. You don't see what uh, what bothers you when you turn the lights on, and all of a sudden you see you see the whole person with everything that that, that comes along with him, with them, and uh, it might be something that you that you're not happy about. So therefore, light by itself does not have the power to bring peace. The light that comes from a mitzvah, the light that comes from Torah, which the whole purpose of Torah is to bring peace into the world, this is the truest, most, and, and surest, most reason, which leads to unity and peace in the house. So in Sif Dalad, the Rebbe, the Rebbe introduces an addition to what we said in Sif Gimel. That Shabbos candles bring Shalom Bayis. It says specifically Shabbos candles. Because not only do they bring light, they also have the power of a near mitzvah. They also have the power of the fact that they're a mitzvah. And therefore they bring spiritual light with them. And therefore they are a guarantee to bring Shalom Bayis. In Sif Hay, the Rabbi is going to say the opposite. It's going to say that Emes the the uh, 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 the Shabbos candles are near mitzvah, but the Shabbos candles are also physical light, and therefore they have the power to impact the physical world. Mashiach in any other mitzvah is spiritual light, but doesn't have the attribute of actually illuminating the physical world. So this will explain why the Shabbos candles have the power to not allow the spread of any tumor. A random tumor uh, 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 cannot be spread into the house because you have Nedesh Shabbos Kedesh. They bring Shalom to, because they're, 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 they're a light and they're a mitzvah. And therefore, they bring peace. But from the fact that this amount of time is brought in connection with the tumor of a mitzvah, so this is understood that the protection from this very severe type of tumor, now there's the idea that, that, that Shabbos candles could stop the spread of tumor, it's very understood. It, it, it's the idea of shalom, it's the idea of a mitzvah, and therefore it stops the spread of tumah. But we bring it in connection with tumas mitzvah, which is a very severe tumah. We'll bring it again later in the sicha, how severe this tumah is. And therefore there must be something uniquely connected between Neri Shabbos Kedush and tumas tzadas. But pastors came and zagin, on a very basic level you could say, one of the causes for tzadas is lashonara, speaking uh, 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 negatively about another person. Which uh, which causes divisiveness. The fire is the Therefore, its rectification is through the candle, the Shabbos candles. Which their uh, characteristic is the peace in the house. So the Sholim bias combats the Pira de Levavis. This is on a basic level. 
But to explain this on a deeper level, what is the deeper connection between Neidah Shabbos Kedush and Tumas Taras? It's as follows. There's a saying of Chazal, someone who's very scrupulous uh, with, with, with Ner, with lighting the candle, Ner Hanukkah, Ner Shabbos. Will have sons that are Torah scholars. Says Ner Mitzvah is called a candle. Torah is called light. If you are careful in the, in the in the candle of a mitzvah, such as Shabbos and Hanukkah, then they bring the light of Torah in your house that your children will be from this we can derive that although Ner Mitzvah really refers to any Mitzvah, every Mitzvah is a candle. Because any Mitzvah that a person does uh, illuminates the person's life and illuminates the world around him. But there's, a, there's an advantage to those Mitzvahs that are also physically candles. Because they express even more than a regular mitzvah the fact that this is a candle, that this is a luminary. Since the candle, uh, the fact that the mitzvah is a candle is only really a spiritual light. You don't see a very revealed impact on the physicality of the world. Since their mitzvah is connected with the light of a physical candle and a physical light, the river is the pool of the ruchnis, the kalichtekad, their mitzvah in an eifen as he kumt begilu in gasmasailam. Therefore, the, the, the impact of this mitzvah is in a way that it actually affects the physical world, that actually there's light in the physical world. So, although in Sif Dalid, we explained that the Milo of Ner Shabbos over a random light bulb, over any other candle, is the fact that it's a mitzvah. In Sifhei, the Rebbe says the other way. It says that, it says ner, the, the Milo of Ner Shabbos, or Ner Hanukkah at this point, over any other mitzvah is that it's also a Gasmistika candle. So the Ner Shabbos has two advantages. On the one hand, it's a mitzvah, so therefore it has the power to actually uh, bring shalom, because but also it has a stronger power in the physical world because it is also actually illuminating the physical world. In Sivav, the Rebbe is going to bring another example where we see the power of something that is actually a candle, and because of that it has more power than other things around it. The Mitzvah and this will explain what the Gemara says about the Ner Ma'arovi. The Ner Ma'arovi was this uh, one candle, either it was the, 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 uh, the last candle or the center candle, depends on which opinion. It says, It's a testimony to all the people of the world that the Shechina, the Eibishter's presence, rests amongst the Yidden. The nest that happened with the Ner Ma'arovi, that it was always lit. So you would use it to light all the other candles because it was already lit. And then that would be the last one to clean out and, and relight because once everything else was lit, it can go back to this one. But in other words, it, lit, it stayed lit uh, uh, um, either 24 hours or it stayed lit a lot more than the other candles. And therefore it was, a, it, was, it was a nace, it was a miracle, it was something supernatural. And this was a proof, a testimony to the world that the Yevishter is dwelling amongst the Yidin. But there's a simple question. In Beis Hamikdash and Dachkeshen Asachnis, many nisim, many miracles occurred in Beis Hamikdash. Bidi Mishnah Zok, as the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos says, Asar and Nisim Nasal Avosin in Beis Hamikdash. There were ten nisim that occurred to our fathers in the Beis Hamikdash. Hain Tarvos is the Nes for Neir Maravu Yuskitel Tnal Nisim. For Stavke Eris Given An Edush Hashchinah Sheira Be Yisrael. So why is this Nes of the Neir Maravi uh, distinguished in the fact that specifically this one is the testimony to the world of the Shchinah's presence? Additionally, where was the Menorah located? It was in the Hechel, it was, the, it was the, in the inside of the Beis HaMikdash. And not just in the inside, but in the Kodesh, in the inner, almost innermost chamber, which was not accessible to the regular person. The, of the other ten Nisim, there were some that were 
in the Azara. And some that were happening in Yerushalayim outside of the Azara, which were much more known to, to, to the masses. So how could you say that this nace that was all the way in the almost in the innermost chamber of the of the Beis Amikdash should be a testimony to the to the outside world? Is there beer in them canal? But based on the above, the explanation is understood. Since you talk about a spiritual light, but one that is coming into the physical world, therefore it had a stronger impact to illuminate the physical world. More than the other miracles that happened in the Beis Hamikdash, because this is not only a nace, but it's a nace with a candle with light that illuminates the physical world. Specifically, this nace was able to influence, to be a testimony to the people of the world, on their canon, they should recognize So let's go back to the Shabbos candles now. So according to this, we can understand that there's something unique about Shabbos candles. About the whole Torah, it said that the Torah was given for the purpose of bringing peace into this world. Through the entire Torah, you can bring peace into the world. But this is a metaphysical peace, one that's not necessarily tangible. But by the Shabbos candles, which the Shalom that they bring, the peace that they bring, is actually expressed in tangible, uh, a real, practical Shalom bias in the home. This in itself is a proof as by their mitzvah is the Shalom that by this mitzvah, the Shalom in the world is stronger. Because just like we see that the Shalom bias is actually practical and real, in the physically real, so too the shalom ba'elam that's accomplished through Shabbos candles is actually one that impacts the world in a very real way. And it's important to note this 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 statement that the Torah was given to, in order to bring shalom into this world is brought by the Rambam in Hilches Hanukkah. But with regards to the, the fact that Nader Shabbos brings Shalom Bayis. So the Ramam himself in the Sefer of Aloha connects the Eeyin of Kala Terenin Shalom Bayilum specifically to, uh, to Nader Shabbos. And we actually had a Sicha on this Hanukkah time in Chelik Tesvav where the Rebbe over the Taka speaks about the Milo of Nader Shabbos even over Nader Hanukkah. That Nader Shabbos has all the Milos even over Nader Hanukkah. The Asbari in them. And Sif Zayi, we're going to now go to the next level. In other words, we, we, we explained this concept. And basically what we explained was that we're talking about Nehrish, that that is Nehrish Shabbos Kedush. And the Nehrish Shabbos Kedush has a very strong connection because the Tumah is in the bias. So the combat, the antidote to that is the Nehrish, which brings Shalom bias. Then we explained that they have a Maila because they're near Mitzvah. So they have a Maila over a regular, a regular light. Then we explained that they're also... In their gashmi, a physical light, and therefore they have a mile over any uh, over other mitzvahs, Be <clears throat> because they also have near gashmi, so they're impacting the physical world, and therefore we can understand that dafkin neder shabbos kedush have the power to stop the spread of tumas mitzvah, even though tumas mitzvah is such a very severe tumah, as will be mentioned later on in the sicha. Nevertheless, neder shabbos kedush have the power to stop it. In Sif, Zayin, and On, we're now going to explain this on a, on, 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 a, on a deeper level, more on a level of Chassidus. To explain that the idea of Shalom Ba'ilam is the idea to bring peace between the physicality and the spirituality of the world, between the Eibishter, between the Elokus that's in the world, and the worldliness that's c concealing the Elokus. is one of the meanings. One of the understandings of this statement that the whole title was given for the purpose of peace in the world is as follows. The true existence of the world is godliness. Without, without godliness, there's no world. So the whole world is really truly godliness. 
Das, was ich will, hat Akium, ist es durch dem, was der Rebus der Beschaft ist, sie ständig, the fact that the world has an existence, is because the Rebus is constantly sustaining it in every single moment, uh, from nothingness to somethingness. But since this godly power is operating in a concealed manner, the world seems to be an independent entity. A person could think that this mansion has no leader, has no owner. This is the purpose and an accomplishment of the Ner Mitzvah Ter'er, as the Temus from learning Ter'er, when it became Mitzvahs, through learning Ter'er and doing Mitzvahs, where it beleuchtet in the Mitzvahs from the this illuminates, the, this brings light into the existence of the world, in the dogma from Hitzitz Alav Bala Bira, and the example is that the Bala Bira peaks, he peaks in, this Moshe, that, but Avram Avinu, that he thought, he said, is it possible that there is uh, no owner? Then the Magister says, later the Magister says, that the owner peaked and he discovered, oh, there has to be an owner. In other words, when there's Zetim Emes, as yes, Manik Lebirazu, so the purpose of Nehmen Zavetari is to see that yes, this mansion, the world, has an owner, until we're able to realize that the entire world is impossible to exist without the Ebishter. That's the, that, that's what these, that's the meaning of these words. The fact that the Tater was given to this world, to this lowest of all worlds, is to make peace. By making peace between the world and Hashem. We should recognize that the world is not opposed is that a contradiction to godliness? The whole purpose of the world is to be a dwelling for Hashem through the Teira and the Aveda of Ayyid. So that's the idea of Shalom Ba'ilam. The whole purpose, what does it mean that Teira was given to make peace into this world, in this world? To, to reveal the harmony between godliness and worldliness. That even though they seem to be uh, uh, contradictory, in truth, they are working together and they are interdependent. And when we learn Tate and we do mitzvahs, we reveal how this world not only is it not a contradiction to godliness, it is actually a vessel and a tool for godliness. So now, if that's what it really means, this must be expressed. Also in, in the midst of Nehru Shabbos Kedesh. As we explained in Siv Knasivav, as we explained in Sivav, that Nehru Shabbos Kedesh have the power of both the mitzvah and the physical light, and therefore they represent Sholem in the world. As the Inu from Sholem Beilam, their Zen as the Amitis of Mitzvah from Veltas and Lukus, where through Nehru Shabbos Kedesh, who could not know how to do the mitzvahs. Therefore, Nehru Shabbos Kedesh accomplished this peace even more than other mitzvahs. The Zayah says, when it says, Neir Mitzvah Tereur, which Neir Mitzvah is talking about? Neir of Shabbos. In Neir of Shabbos, Kedish, the union for Neir Mitzvah Valachim developed, with Mer Tekev, the Gabi Ander Mitzvah, a Philodi, for Zayah of Abuddha, but then Neir Gashmi. Neir of Shabbos, Kedish has the ability to bring Shalom Boilum more than any other Mitzvah, even more than the mit other Mitzvahs that are connected with light. So now we, we, we have. A uh, 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 third level, so to speak. First, we said that there's an Indian of a mitzvah. If it's just a regular candle, it's not necessarily going to bring shalom. But if it's a mitzvah, it has the power of Torah to bring shalom. Then we said, out of all mitzvahs, those that actually bring physical light, such as Ner Shabbos, Ner Hanukkah, Ner Maravi, have uh, an advantage because they bring light into the physical world. Now, in these brackets, the Rebbe points out that Ner Mitzvah, when, it says, when the Zoyar says, Ner Mitzvah, my Ner Mitzvah, done Ner the Shabbos, there's something unique about Ner Shabbos that even supersedes other candle-related mitzvahs, such as Ner Chanuk. This is apparent, I mean, nothing is parenthetical, but this is a, a, a going a little bit deeper into the concept that Neir Shabbos are connected with Shalom Ba'olam. 
because they make they create shalom bias, they ultimately bring shalom ba'elam. And the Rebbe is pointing out that the lashon in Chazal is He shouldn't trip. He shouldn't stumble over a, a wood piece of wood or a stone. Why is what's the emphasis? A piece of a piece of wood or a stone? Uh, it could be a toy, something else that's on the floor that you won't you, you won't stumble on. Now the meat is meminamis from pasuk oimrim leeitz aviata. Here there is a reference to the Pasuk that people say to a piece of wood, you're my father, or to a stone, you gave birth to me. Which is a reference to Avedazara that they worship the, the stone and the wood. As from them, that the eights of the heaven become, become an item of idol worship. And this is the, uh, this is the accomplishment of the Shabbos candles. The Mitzvahs from Eitz never mitzad atzmam. Eitz is a very balechnu the nuchner Shabbos. The wood and the stone before they are illuminated by the Shabbos candles. Can a malachshol zayin chasus shalom and mezomein and as he did Eitz the devan amachas shalom and egin the Mitzvahs could could cause a person to stumble to make a mistake and say that this Eitz or Evan this piece of wood this piece of stone is an independent entity and egin am kayach has its own. Power, peace, on roof and them eights of you and them even actually the tony to the to the end degree that they would refer to a piece of wood as as a father or to, to the stone as a mother. Amitzias from the Vezar Rachman al-Islam, which is an expression of a Vezar. Durch der Lichtigkeit von Neir Shabbos Kedesh, but there Neir Mitzvah and Pulah from Shalom Beilam, Virkin Beif and Goli of Gashmi Yisraelam, but the Neir Shabbos Kedesh, which their Neir Mitzvah, not only are they a Mitzvah. And not only are they a candle, but their whole purpose is for Shalom Ba'ilam. Virkin Ba'if and Goli of Gashmi Sa'ilam. They have a, 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 a revealed uh, impact on the physicality of the world. This also addresses the spiritual aspect of it. Because through the Shabbos candles, it becomes clear to the person that even the wood and the, the, wood and the, and the stone in the world is being led and controlled by the owner of the mansion, the Eibishter, and they have to be utilized for, for things of Kedusha, and this transforms the person's whole understanding of the physical world. So this is the Maila of Neir Shabbos Kedush over even Neir Chaneke, for example, because the union of Neir Shabbos is Lassi Shalim Ba'olam. Neir Hanukkah could also do it because it's it, it's a mitzvah and it's a light, but it, that's not its purpose. But Neir Shabbos, which the Inyan of Neir Shabbos is for Shalom Bayis, it's the whole Inyan is to create Shalom, therefore it has the power more than any other mitzvah to create Shalom Ba'olam, to create peace in the world. And now, we're going to go back to Tumas HaMetzayda. Now we started, Siv Zayin has Hasbarim. We went to the next level to say that we're dealing over here not just with uh, with uh, actually the Tumas Metzoda and 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 the Neder Shabbos Kedesh. We're talking about the fact that the Neder Shabbos Kedesh are, are here to bring peace between the physicality of the world, the worldliness of the world, and the Elokus that sustains it. So now let's now let's go back to the Metzoda. So now we understand the connection between the the the, the Tara of the Metzoda, the Tumas of the Metzoda, and Neder Shabbos Kedesh. Tumas betzeder is from the tumas achichamuris. Tumas betzeder is from the most severe tumas. But the far is by betzeder that didn't bother the yeshim because the machin and which is why the betzeder has to be isolated and he has to be outside of all three camps of the of, even of machin Yisrael. And that rishkis shik mi chosli gimol machin is from the nemguf of bother the yeshim shaleyut me machin yeshim v'inimay even other. Impure people cannot uh, sit with him. There are things I would say is I feel the mechutz l'machar of an under the has to be even outside of the camp of the other uh, impure people. The says there is in ganz naris l'machar and the kedusha is entirely removed from the camp of kedusha of holiness. Under tamadavar is and the reason why is tumas mitzvah is such a terrible tumah. Well, eich der chet was bring to teras loshen harer is zeir harb. Because the the, the 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 sin that brings to 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 Tzadas, to Lashnara, is a very very severe sin. The mitzvah said they feared Rambam ledaber belikin belikin vekefne beiker. In the Rambam, in the last in the last halacha of Hilchas Tumas Tzadas, the Rambam speaks about how terrible Lashnara is, and it sa- starts out that it you know it, you know Miriam 
Miriam, she spoke well, she, said, she, she meant well, but then it goes from there and it leads to worse and it leads to worse. And then it even leads the Daber Belikim from Be'ikir. If it starts with Lashon Hara, you're saying something negative about another person, but it leads a person to speak out against the Eivishter and to deny the existence of the Eivishter. Which causes a person to totally tear himself away from the Ebishter. In other words, Lashon Hara is a very, very severe thing. It causes a person to be torn away from the Ebishter. And therefore, this is a Tumah Chamura B'yayser. It's a very severe Tumah. And therefore, they need to the laws and dispatches when Azatuma in order to stop the spread of such a tumor is as dafke doch nere Shabbos kedesh. Only Shabbos candles can accomplish this. Because they open a starker virkung of engagement to because they have the strongest impact on the physical world. Because dafke zeiba varnish leikoshal beitz beevan ayin for avidus adar rachman flank and alba rucha. So much so that specifically Shabbos candles have the power to stop. Which, as we explained on a deeper level, is a uh, reference to Aveda Zara. When they're fired, their losses, they need the tumor from Mitzayda. Specifically, have the power to stop the spread of this severe tumor. So, if you go back to see how the Rebbe's father understood this Mishnah, what the Rebbe's father is saying is that Lakas Nair is something that has the power to stop the spread of Tumah. And now to understand it, the way that I've explained it to us, is that the idea of Tumah Saras is, the, is, the, is one of the most severe Tumahs, something that could lead to Avedazara. Avedazara is where there is, where the person loses the ability to recognize a Lukus. And he looks at something in Eitzar and Evan and he says, oh, this is, this is a deity. And, and, and that locus native Shabbos Kedish, the Shabbos candles, have the power because they're a candle and because they're a mitzvah and because their idea is and therefore they have the power to stop this tumor and to make that it shouldn't spread, the person should not come to a point of in Sif Yud, the Rebbe is going to take this a step further and is going to speak about the positive thing that the Koyin can do of Tara Samitzayra. Till now we were talking about stopping the spread. Now what do we want to do? We want to transform the Mitzayra to become a toy. The Koyin can do this and we're going to see this in Sif Yud. Late with the Tatar and Varen Zayin Horus. Remember in Sif Beis, the Rebbe's father brought an example that, that, that the, the Koyin it is Indian, it's Imam Sheikh Malchus, and therefore the Kayan is the one who brings the Tumah, who brings the Tara of the Mitzayda, comparing it to the Hadlakas Aner, which is also stopping the spread. So, this, this idea can also be understood in our discussion. The power of Shabbos candles is not just that they stop the spread of Tumas They have the power that the Kalim should remain Tahir. You can look at it and say, okay, stop, the, 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 the Tumah doesn't spread. It's more than that. This Kalim in this house that are potentially Tahir, and the Adloka Saneir is stopping, is keeping the, the Kalim Tahir. If you're using it in the example of the, the Mitzayra, that they're becoming, that the Rebbe's father brought, the Tara is a compass of the Koyin. It becomes like the transformation of darkness to light. That from the fact that he's isolated, which as we said before in Siftes represents the lowest of the low, that he has to be so far away. And anything to do with Kedusha, becomes the positive aspect of Bodod Yeshev, which means that the Abishter is by the Abishter is the it sits alone, representing the, the highest of levels. The people that are removed from the nations of the world. Another Pasik refers to the Yidin as they are isolated in a good way from the nations around them. Which is the ultimate bracha. So we have the we have the 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 native Shabbos Kedish have the power to, to bring Tara to the Kalim of the house. Which means they have the power to transform the Tumah into Tara and even Bodod 
Yeshe, which was seen as a negative thing, could ultimately be transformed to something positive. Same thing as regards to the Gaulus, the darkness of this last generation. As the lights of Shabbos candles. We illuminate the darkness of Gaulus. And to dismantle it, to get rid of the of the Gaulus. More than that, not only we dismantle the Gaulus, we come to the Gaulus. And I will show you the candles of Yerushalayim, the lights of Yerushalayim. When the Abister will be the light of the world. Someone showed that the darkness of Golos is transformed to light. And the darkness will be, will, will be illuminated like the day. The night will be illuminated like the daytime. In Sif Yudalif, the Rebbe goes very practical and brings up again the mitzvah of Neir Shabbos Kedush, the mitzvah to encourage all women and girls to light Shabbos candles. Now that we understand, now that we have such a deep, powerful insight into the power of Shabbos candles, that more than any other mitzvah, they have the power to bring Shalom into the house. They have the power to bring Shalom into, into the world. And they have the power to transform the darkness of Galus into light. We now understand how important it is to actually engage people with the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles. From Kalanalis Farshtandik, as in the mitzvah, in this time when the darkness of, of, of the world is so, is so great and so thick, it is especially important. As yet the Yiddish tochter that every Jewish daughter, even in those circles, that until now the daughters would light Shabbos candles only after their marriage. And until their marriage, they would they would fulfill the mitzvah by uh, through their mother lighting for them. So we have to change that. As soon as the girl reaches the age of Chinuch, as for that she could be explained the significance of Shabbos candles, that every girl should herself light candles. In order 45, it says, to make a point, a very primary point. In a house where, for whatever reason, the mother is not lighting Shabbos candles, everyone would agree, all halachic authorities would agree, that the girl, the daughter, has to light candles, at least from the point of when she becomes bas mitzvah. Therefore, we have to make a major uh, uh, effort that people should know this, that if their mother, for some reason, is not lighting Shabbos candles, that they, especially after bas mitzvah, have a mitzvah to light Shabbos candles. And here's a very interesting point that Eva makes. That if the, uh, the girls in the other from homes around her are not lighting candles, it's much harder to get a 12, 13-year-old girl to light Shabbos candles if none of her friends are doing so. As you see very, very obviously. It's easy to understand. So therefore, another reason that all girls should light Shabbos candles is so that way, if chas there's a case where the mother is not lighting Shabbos candles, at least the daughter is lighting Shabbos candles and fulfilling a mitzvah. Going back to this tochter that's lighting Shabbos candles and the, the light of the Shabbos candles with the bracha that it will that, that she'll make on it will illuminate her life. She will know and she will remember. The king of the universe. And this adds to the assurance that when she will come to getting to, to getting married. That by the Abish there will be the light of her world. That she'll be able, as the pillar of the house, to build and establish her home according to the will of Hashem. So when the girl lights Shabbos candles, this it inculcates within her the recognition of the Abish as the king of the world. And then when she gets married and she has to build her own home, she has this very powerful, strong foundation. And it's if you base the Rebbe brings another very beautiful, practical reason why all Jewish daughters should light Shabbos candles. Through lighting Shabbos candles, you merit to have children and, and, uh, and sons-in-law 
And I'll tell you this is a lesson. Haragel Beneir, Lashon and Gemara and Shabbos. Haragel Beneir, Avian Leibanim, Tamid Chachamim. And as Rashi explained, through the mitzvahs of, specifically of Shabbos candles, of Hanukkah candles, you bring the light of Teir into your own, that your sons and your sons-in-law will be Tamid Chachamim. So as follows. Amalek Yorin, when it says given that Seder as the elton of Mashlasim like an Ashida for the Tachter in the pre in, in the past, when the when the Seder when the way it was was that the parents would choose the Shidduch, would decide the Shidduch for the daughter, is b'meila ech the Iker there's chus from the mutters near Shabbos. So what was most important was the merit of the mother's Shabbos candles as the Tachter that her daughter should marry a Talmud Chacham. So if the mother lit Shabbos candles, her chus stood in her in, in her stead that she should find uh, an Adim, a Talmud Chacham for her, for her daughter. Heintik Etzaitin. Nowadays, the mitzat farshid nesivis is there bepoil, tzimi vilyeh odernit, as ba'ashidich farzich, ba'ashlis b'ikir di tochter. Well, for whatever reasons, the reality on the ground, whether we like it or not, is that the shidduch is being decided by the daughter. Fodet zich nochmer, as the Alenzel Benchen Licht, it's so much more important that she should light the Shabbos candles. When their Nermitzvah was even and the Shabbos candles that she would light, that your Geben Demschus will give her the merit, Zizel Chastanabin for a Talmud Chacham, that she should marry a Talmud Chacham. When Heintik Etzaitin, and nowadays, the Safilim Fruma Heiser, is Menit Alam Ozichir, as the Elton of Laoven, Adeya Machletes, but the Tochter, then Zibit Elterveren. That even in the from homes, even religious homes, we're not always sure that the parents are going to have a a, a final opinion uh, 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 for the daughter when she gets older. We have to make in great efforts as a that as early as possible. To say as soon as she reaches the age of chinuch. She should begin to light candles every year of Shabbos and Erev Yomtev. It's a very fascinating and beautiful, practical thing. You want your daughter to have the schos, to be able to make the right decision of who to marry, and to marry a Talmud Chacham, then the earlier she starts lighting Shabbos candles, the earlier you inculcate within her this recognition of the light that it brings into the world, and the Shalim Boilam, and the Shalim in the Bayis, and the Vahoya Vahayla the Ebishter, is the light of her world, and therefore when it comes the time to make the decision of who she's going to marry, the decision, is she has the, the, the strength to make the, and the schos, to make the right decision. This also strengthens the promise of Teda. As the you'll be able to raise her for Teda, for Chupa, and for good deeds. And she'll be able to marry a Talmud Chacham, a Terra scholar.